You have to eat the dream. You have to sleep the dream. You have to dream the dream. You gotta touch, you have to see it when nobody else sees it. You have to feel it when it's not tangible. You have to believe it when you cannot see it. You gotta be possessed with the dream. What's up, guys, and welcome to Straight From The Chess Podcast. My name is Justin Groth, and I'm your host on this personal development self-improvement podcast. Listen, if you're tuning in for the first time, I want to welcome you. I want to thank you for being here. You know, there are over 4 million podcasts at this point. You could be tuning into any one of those, but instead, you're tuning into this one. So I greatly appreciate you for that. Thank you for giving me your time again. And if this is your second time or any time between now and 390 episodes of Turning In, thank you for your continued continued listenership, support of the channel. That means the utmost to me as well. And uh, if you haven't done yet, so please subscribe to us. We're on Spotify, Apple, SoundCloud, basically anywhere there's podcasts, we're likely there. Please subscribe to us as well as on our YouTube channel. We're trying to grow that. We're late to the game, but obviously, as they say, better late than never. And also, one thing I ask from you, apart from the subscribing, is for you to share this podcast with somebody or on your Instagram, Facebook, Twitter platforms, wherever you think would value from this podcast and this message or these words or the people that we have on and the stories that they have, please, please share it. Help to generate more awareness of the podcast. And again, the guests we have on and the messages that are promulgated, I would greatly appreciate that. And if it's on Instagram, my personal handle is Justin Craig Groth. So please at me and I'll be sure to re-mention you in the stories. So <clears throat> today I want to kind of tackle the, the notion of, you know, getting out of your comfort zone. A lot of people will talk about that. A lot of people will say, well, you just got to get out of your comfort zone. You got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And what does that even really mean? Because a lot of us can put our own theories to it, but really how does it play out in real time, in real life? How does, what does that look? And the truth is it's going to look different for everybody because everybody's circumstances are going to be a little bit different and individualized, obviously to that person. So when somebody tells you to get out of your comfort zone, what they're telling you is obviously what you can infer from that is, or rather interpret is you need to get comfortable doing scary things or fearful things, things that you, you will sort of backdoor and not really want to entertain because they're not things that you're confident in. They're not things that you've done prior and you may not even think you're capable of them. And the funny thing about capability is you really only know if you're capable, if you test the waters, you really only know if you're capable, if you submerge yourself into not only a, a, a position or a vocation or and doesn't even have to be an occupation, just something where you have to either swim or sink as a byproduct of you not swimming. And we don't know what we really are capable of until we try those things. And I know you've heard this, at least if you haven't, I'm, you're probably living under a rock if you haven't, because everybody has heard this or some form of this in an iteration of this, you know, for, for years, I'm sure the fact is that if we're not consistently pressing the bar and moving the goalpost 
and setting high standards and, and accruing discipline to meet those goals and standards. We're never going to really know what we're made of. But at the same time, if you don't try new things, you also don't know what you're made of. So the best way I can illustrate on what this looks like in real life is we all have these small whispering voices in our head. And sometimes they can be whispers of, you know, doing the right thing in terms of it being integral or noble or honorable. And also we can have this voice tell us to do things that are very, very, very scary. And I mean, when I say scary, I don't mean, you know, going into the water where there's great whites around with no cage around you. I'm not saying that's not what I'm saying in terms of it being scary. And I think you understand that. Scary means something that is not yet understood, not yet understood by your better logic. And it hasn't played out into anything that you can see in real time, the result of or the outcome. And that by its, it by itself will make it scary because you don't know what the outcome will be. That is what I'm referring to when I say scary. And that's what I'm referring to when you need to get uncomfortable. So essentially what I'm saying is you need to put yourself in a very vulnerable position in life where one or two things is going to happen. You're going to sink or you're going to swim. And you're only going to know if you're able to be capable of swimming if you engulf yourself in these types of waters. Now that's obviously a proverbial illustration, but that you know what I mean by that. You need to put yourself in positions that are somewhat comparable to, or I'm sorry, uh, somewhat compromisable rather. That needs to be what you use as a metric to you being capable or not, or thinking, knowing that you have the capabilities to become more than what you are currently. Because I know that everybody wants to be more than what they are currently. If, if it weren't that case, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast and podcasts that are like it. You want to be more than what you are. You want to be more of a betterment to not only you, but people around you. You know you have more in you to dispense with. You know you have more in you to distribute. You know that there's more in you to extract. But you find yourself in this comfortable and predictable recurring state. And before you know it, Days, months, years go by where you're still there. And even though you're producing in that state, it's not enough to fulfill you. And so when people ask you, are you happy? You don't even really know what that means because you're just functioning in this recurring repetitive state of do. And while that's good, you could also be doing just for doing purposes. I don't think that everything you do in life adds bricks to the wall in a strategic manner. I think there are things that you do that are sort of could be labeled busy work and you do them, you get caught up in them because this is what you've done for the last, you know, what you do with this Tuesday is the same thing you did last Tuesday, same thing you did Tuesday before that, before that, before that, before that for years. And the only way that anything 
pushes you in a direction that causes change that can ultimately adopt growth on top of that is if you're thrown in a position unwillingly. Because let's be honest, most of us do not have the courage to willingly place ourselves in positions of vulnerability or positions of rejection or failure. And that's a big thing. I don't think people pay enough homage to the to the notion of rejection. That's a real life contention that people have with circumstances and possible ventures that they do not embark on because of the possibility that they could be rejected. And rejected is kind of a cousin to failure, but rejection hits different. When you feel rejected, you feel like you're less than. When you fail, you know that's just a moment in time that you can circumvent by doing this, that, or the third and making it something into, and possibly making it into, turning it into a positive. But rejection hits the character, hits the psyche differently. I think we, I think we can agree on that. So I think that most of us have an apprehension to be rejected. So we, in the process of wanting to be better, we don't engage in things purposely because we don't want to be rejected in the process. And that's admirable. Like I understand that. You know, there's a but coming though, but in order for you to find out how capable and well able you are, you're going to have to face rejection at some point or another in your life. And often most of us multiple times in our life, rejection that something you do tells you you're not good enough. Something that you put energy into doesn't always, doesn't always cultivate into something that's good or something that can give you financial freedom or something that you can, can use as a, as a, as a stepping stone to the ultimate fulfillment in your life. Sometimes it ends up being a dud and that makes you feel rejected. Not because you failed because you didn't really fail because you tried something might not have worked out, but on the, on the visceral level, you feel rejected. So the only way to circumvent or rather overcome the rejection is to become hardened and calloused over the rejection. And what I mean by that is you must do so many things and try so many things in life that even if you get rejected, you have become calloused to the rejection and it doesn't phase you any longer. And you know that what you're able to do because you've along the way of being rejected, you've done things that have you've completed and overcome. And as a byproduct, you develop competence because you've overcame them. And that, like I always say, breeds confidence. So you have now confidence on your side, even though you're getting rejected you're doing so whilst confident because you know what you're capable of. This new thing that you're going to embark on, you don't know what it holds. You don't know what that, you don't know what it's going to end up materializing into. 
That can be fun for you. It can also be a very big challenge and it can be very scary. But it's regardless of what pool you put it in, it's pivotal to your growth. It's pivotal to you actually becoming what you think you want to be and what you could be. We have ideas of what we want to be. And more often than not, those have a governor on them. Meaning you only think what you want to be because of what is around you, where that is very limiting because you could be so much more than what that even is. There's a governor or a limiting factor on what you could be and how you think because of your surroundings, your environment, people that are in, are around you in your inner circle, your family, even, etc. All these things place limiting factors or a governor on you. So sometimes the only way for you to exceed that governor is for you to step outside of that environment. And that by extension might be the scary thing, might be the thing that leads to failure or you being rejected. But I'm saying you listen to that whispering voice because that voice is never going to be loud. It's never going to give you loud signs and set off alarms to do this, that, or the third. That's where you need to take life by the horns and you need to actually produce your own path. And that is by way of listening to those small whispers. Because look, guys, I don't know what that whispering voice is. I don't know what you want to call it. If that's your subconscious, if that's God, whatever you want to call it. I don't even know what to put on it. I'm going to call it God because I'm a spiritual man and I believe in God. So I'm going to say that it's God directing me in that path. But honestly, one of two ways, you're going to get pushed in a direction, whether it's willingly or unwillingly. So what do you want to do? Do you want to be the buffalo or the cow in a storm? Because you know what happens to the buffaloes when storms come? They run to the storm. Whereas cows, they run away from the storm. Which one do you want to be? The one that runs to and faces the insane scare of that possible threat or run away and constantly have the threat be chasing you because either way, it's going to happen. You're going to come across an unfavorable circumstance in your life. That's either going to, that's going to push you in a, in a, in a position or rather put you in a position that's going to cause you to level up or it's going to reduce and attenuate who you are currently. And it's going to do it either way. So you do it willingly or you allow that thing to hit you and you do it unwillingly and happens to you. And then you have to pick the pieces up at that point. And by the way, you're not going to be, it's not going to be a willful task either way. You're going to be, if you put yourself in a line of fire or move towards a storm, it's going to happen by way of you doing it begrudgingly. Obviously, but at the same time, you're going to be begrudgingly picking up pieces of yourself that have, that have been a, a, an outcome of you letting the storm hit you. So which one do you want? And that's probably the position that most of you are in right now to some degree. 
Where do you want to go? And I'm not saying like, where do you want a vacation? Where do you want to live? No. Where do you want to go? What do you want to build in your character? What kind of person do you want to create? That's what I'm asking you. That's at the core of what I'm asking you. It's going to take you placing yourself in unfavorable circumstances, testing the waters, listening to that whispering voice telling you, beckoning you for years on end like it has, that you've been dismissing and discarding to do the thing that's scary, to do the thing that you do not understand the outcome of. You're going to contend with something in your life someday. Shouldn't it be what could be your legacy? And how people remember you and what you could be on this planet to not only yourself, but people around you and what you could turn yourself into. Shouldn't it be that? But in order to get there, you have to contend with the storm. So I'm saying be the buffalo, run to the storm. Don't run away from the storm like the cows do. Done.